So I just jamming out some jams. Uh, <laughs> last week's episode that went pretty well, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I really enjoyed it. What did you think? I think we probably made the best wrestling podcast ever. I don't see who could argue with that. Hmm. Deplorable, contemptible, and abhorrent. What are you talking about, Sandow? There's nothing yeah. deplorable, contemptible, or abhorrent about anything we've ever done, particularly our wrestling podcast. Oh, my sweet guitar moves. Yeah. See? Come on, Sandow. Those are some pretty sweet moves. Yeah, I got it going on. There's nothing wrong with this. I was referring to that poor excuse for entertainment that you two ignoramuses just displayed. Wait, what? I think I think he's talking about episode one. You are literally talking about Four Marks episode one. You, well, I am going to prove you wrong with this. How's about that, eh? And you, the world's leading miscreant. Me? I'm not the world's leading miscreant. Well, out of the two of us, I think he is probably referring to you. Well, potentially, but... No, hey! You keep it down, Sandow! For years, your dribble has led the WWE Universe into the doldrums of ignorance. Wait, Chris, what do you do in the WWE? I come out, and uh, then Hornswoggle does a dance while I play. It's awesome. Check it out! Woo! Yeah! WWE! Uh... Anyway, man, we better try and change his mind on the podcast. You know what, Sandow? We're going to do another episode right now. It's going to be the best episode you ever heard. And there's no way you can stop us. There's going to be more. More full marks. No more. No more? Well, I just said there's going to be more. You're the ignoramus around here, Sandow. Whoa! Hold on a second, Chris. At the behest of Mr. Sandow, I shall endeavour to ameliorate our humble podcast until it reaches such lofty heights that it might extend to even his own exalted standards. So thank you, Mr. Sandow. Thank you for enlightening us as we embark upon episode two. You're welcome. Boo. Boo. (laughs) Have a nice day. Everyone and welcome to Full Marks Episode 2, a wrestling podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. My name's Craig Hardy and with me as always over Skype, Chris Light. Woo! How you doing Chris? Yeah, not too bad, thanks man. Yourself? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Ready to talk about some wrestling because we've got quite a bit to go through this week. We do. We're going to settle into a normal schedule soon, but for this week we've got catching up to do. Yeah, it seems to be our second mammoth episode, but we'll we'll try not to waffle on too much. Preferably not. Yeah. Even though I must admit, I do have quite a few notes ju- for just two shows. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Okay. So should we just get straight into it? Please. We're going to start off with the episode of Raw, which I believe was on the uh, 25th of June. 25th of June, 25th of Poon. Let's do this. Okay, so let's just recap what happened on that episode. Um, we started off with the little AJ promo, uh, where she's t- t- pretending to talk to Kane, Punk, and Daniel Bryan. And it turns out she's talking to a mirror in spectacular, sort of Dallas-style soap opera. Yeah, I guess. It was sort of like when she was doing it. I was like, I bet she's not talking to anyone. And then it pan around. I was like, nope. 
You gotta love crazy chicks. The thing that kind of ruined it is I think she thought she was changing her eye line to look at imaginary different people, but she just kept looking at the same place. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I noticed it straight away. I was kind of like, are all three of them standing at the exact same spot? Because this is dumb. Yeah, um, it wasn't bad. I mean, I'm still kind of enjoying the AJ CM Punk thing, but uh, yeah, it was alright. It was an alright intro. Yeah, what else happened? Yeah. Let's let's try and not go too in depth. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, blah blah blah. Vicky Guerrero comes out. Hey. Yeah, you like Vicky, don't you? I do like uh, Vicky Guerrero. I am not as hot on Vicky. I'm super hot on Vicky. You're so hot for Vicky. Woo! She comes out and says there's going to be a three-way elimination match, which is the first match on Raw. Daniel Bryan versus Kane versus CM Punk. Hey! Uh, Yeah, a good match. Yeah, Yeah, a solid match. I think, though, by this point, I'd kind of had enough. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what it is, but, like, of the CM Punk, Daniel Bryan and Kane sort of trifecta, if you will, by that point when they announced they were going to do it again, I was like, all right. One more match! Come on it is, now. It is sort of... I mean, this will go into the more and more we talk about it, but everything at the moment really feels like... Oh God! Can you not do something before the 1,000th episode of Raw or any? I know this is all just building to the 1,000th episode, so it's just constantly like, just almost filling time. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think part of the problem is that it's such a thin roster at the moment. Yeah, it's not. It's not that big. No, at it's... least who they have on TV. Yeah, it's going to become apparent. I think as we talk about the four shows that mm. it's going to be like, hey, man, it was a, a Kane versus CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan, and then it was CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan, and then Daniel Bryan and CM Punk had a thing. Goat-faced moron. There's a lot of injured people, I think, isn't helping. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, I think Rey Mysterio is going to come back on the thousandth episode, so that'll be uh, fun for fucking no one. <laughs> you know, Booyaka, watching... Booyaka, fuck off. We, we watched a bunch of old WCW stuff, and he was really good in that. Yeah, and now it's like 15 years later and he sucks a fucking dick. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. I went there. <laughs> well, I, just, I might not go that far, but... <laughs> he's, he's like a little action figure, like a wind-up-and-go toy that really isn't that entertaining in the ring anymore. Even he wanted to leave the WWF like a year or so ago and they wouldn't let him. <laughs> the one thing I would always say... Is would you say that to Rey Mysterio's face? Not in sort of a... Yeah, because I'm like a foot and a half taller than he is. (laughs) I could just hold him at bay like you see in cartoons. Like I'll have my hand out on his head and he's just swinging furiously like, I'm going to get you, Holmes. I'm going to get you, 619. Booyaka, booyaka. Fuck off. (laughs) Then I'd pay some people to break his legs. (laughs) Now I'm going to bleed red and white. William Regal and Wade Barrett just come out of fucking nowhere with baseball bats. <laughs> Not like Sting's rubber baseball bat. I mean, like, real baseball bats and just break his legs. <laughs> Jesus. Broken bones. So you've uh, personally insulted <laughs> Yeah, I'm, ca- I'm calling you out, Mysterio. I am calling you out. Well, hold Ray on. Ray Mysterio Jr. 
Craig Hardy versus Rey Mysterio, WrestleMania 29. Oh, you know it's got to happen. Whoa. Well, there we go. <laughs> that's the internet for you, ladies and gentlemen. And that's episode two of Marks. Smarks. Full Smarks. Goldfish. So let's get back to the match at hand that doesn't Goldface. involve Rey Mysterio or me. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane gets eliminated after AJ comes down and skips around the ring. Yes! Yeah. Uh, then Daniel Bryan picks up the win, which I thought was good because I like Daniel Bryan. Yes! Even though CM Punk called him a goat fucker on TV. No! Uh, yeah, you mentioned about that. Yeah, it was quite funny. That's not very PG. No! No, well, he didn't, like, grab a microphone and start shouting it. <laughs> and that's where me and CM Punk are different. He just, uh, mouthed it. Mm. It's the little things, the little things. The little things that do it for you. Yeah, let's move on, though. Because uh, we had quite a nice little segment uh, a couple of weeks back with Alberto Del Rio and Ricardo Rodriguez entering Vicky's office as the interim general manager and trying to give them some roses, only to be interrupted by Dolph Ziggler, our last superstar of the week. What are you thinking? Go and get the bass. Yeah, um, do you know what I'm rapidly realising as uh, we talk about this episode of Raw More? Yeah. Wasn't very good, was it? No! <laughs> well, we're already, uh, what? Two small promos and one match in. And we're already like, no, nah, that sucks. <laughs> Let me even think of what I think were the highlights from that episode of Raw. Because I don't make notes like you, so I, I just have to remember stuff. Yeah, yeah. And what do I remember from that episode? I'm not going to lie to you, I can't remember a single thing. Um... What, were the, what were the main events? What were the big things? <laughs> Just while we were on that promo, just uh, out of memory, I remember Dolph saying something like, are these flowers for me? And then you just hear Ricardo in the background go, no, they're for Vicky. (laughs) Not in an Italian accent like I just did it. No, they're for Vicky. Hey, mamma mia. Oh, I bought these flowers for Vicky. Oh! Zack Ryder turns up with some flowers for Vicky. Oh, radio! Oh, I think a more uh, Dice Man turns up. <laughs> Remember the comedian Andrew Dice Clay? Uh, oh! oh Chris, big speak. Fat asses! Fat asses? Yeah. Fat asses! Uh, speaking of Clay, next up we had Brodus Clay versus The Big Show, where if you remember. <laughs> Show tried to do like a cross body block or something and just fell on Brodus. And actually, on my notes here, it just says winner via being fat. He's fat! The big show. <laughs> Who says I need to lose weight? Uh, Man, you're taking over the role of the Bella twins. <laughs> what, well, just being bitches? <laughs> bitches. I'm not, I'm not just a bitch, I'm bitches. Yeah. Ooh, cake. Here's something, right? Okay. They said Lesnar was going to answer Triple H's SummerSlam challenge next week on Raw, which would be the next Raw we talk about. Yes. And that didn't happen. No. So that was dumb. Well, Paul Heyman was there. He wasn't really there. Well, Paul Heyman was on a video. We'll get to that. What more do you want? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What they advertise. (laughs) Here comes the pain. Go on, then. What else happened that was even of any interest at all or anyone? 
Um, Kane dumped AJ in a segment that just further took Kane away from being a monster who embraces the hate to just being a fucking soap star. Wah, wah, wah. Um, yeah, that was alright. I mean, I guess it kind of added to the storyline and making AJ even more crazy. I don't know. I, I think it's a not that there's particularly a good use for Kane at the moment, but that was quite a misuse for Kane. Because they spent so much time saying, like, he's a monster, he's unstoppable. Yet he seems to get stopped by, like, a five-foot-nothing girl every week. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> what can you've seen, you do? You've seen it when AJ bends over. Yeah, that's true. Uh, stop any monster. Oh! Nice. Yes! Swagger jobs to Santino, blah, blah, blah. You said people are gonna die? Uh, oh, Jericho came back after his 30-day suspension. Do you know what? Yeah. I'm not as bothered about Chris Jericho as everyone else. Really? <laughs> I, I never have been. He's always... Uh, uh, to me, I grew up in an era where I could go, Ah, Stone Cold. Ah, The Rock. Ah, Triple H. Ah, Undertaker. And Chris Jericho always seemed like king of the mid-card to me. What? Yeah, Chris, you, Jer- you, you, Chris you Jericho. You grew up in an era where it's like, Ah, oh, The Rock. Beaten by Jericho. Ah, oh, oh, Steve Austin. Beaten by Jericho. Ah, oh, The Undertaker. Beaten by Jericho. Yeah, but look, put it this way. We're not talking about UFC. <laughs> Him beating <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah, is only fuel for a storyline. Chris Jericho was like, he was the funniest guy in the middle of the show. That, that was all I ever saw him as. It was like, he's all right, but I, I've never been as bothered by Chris Jericho as everyone else is. I, I don't, nah. I, he's good. He's a good wrestler. He's definitely, you know, he's up there, but I don't, I don't get the excitement everyone has for him. I was like, he's coming back. And I was like, good. I didn't. <laughs> What's he going to do now? Be involved in a feud that makes even less sense? Nah, I like Jericho, man. I think it's good that he's there. It's good to have a guy from that era that can still go. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's like, What's he doing in the story? Is it, who's he angry at now? Is it John Cena? Uh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, that's it. What, but I think he's just, he, he's just angry at everybody because he's in the um, Money in the Bank. No, because he's not, I don't know, a champion or whatever he wants. It's not the end of the world as we know it. Well, Chris Jericho won't be feeling fine. No. Because I get the feeling Chris Jericho is not going to win again. <laughs> really? That whole thing with CM Punk when he was like, oh, I'm the best, I'll beat you. And then Punk beat him and he's like, yeah, well, I'll beat you again. It was like, then Punk beat him again. Oh, well, this time. And then Punk beat him again. And he was like, oh, I'm just going to go. <laughs> That was it. Yeah, but that, that's kind of like what I'm talking about with Kane. Do you remember when he came back and they were doing like the embrace the hate thing? Uh, and he was he was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to beat you, John Cena. Oh, I guess I can't. I'm going to beat yeah. you, Randy Orton. Oh, I guess I can't. I'm going to beat did, you, did, AJ. Yeah, no, I guess I can't. Didn't he beat Randy Orton? I thought he did at WrestleMania. Yeah, but then Orton beat him or something. Ah, yeah, but still, Kane uh, picked up the win. Cole and Kane, yeah. Uh, but I did like Jericho's little line where he was saying, "I'm sorry, Vicky. Uh, what are you gonna do? Suspend me?" Uh, I thought that was that was a little thing for the internets, the internets yeah. peoples. I mean, I know they do prepare his lines, but Jericho's lines seem very prepared. Do you get that? I get that. I don't. I think Jericho's always been quite off the cuff. Nah. Nah. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, well, that's I the end of I, that. 
I don't dislike Chris Jericho. I'm just um I've I've never been as enamored with him as everyone else is. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. Why don't you like me? Nobody likes me. Then we had the uh weekly Heath Slater bit. Hey, I'm liking him more and more. One man band. I'm a one man band. I'm enjoying that. Yeah. And then he uh gets beat by Psycho Sid. Yeah, who was looking a little rough. <laughs> who looks rough as balls. Yeah, I mean, he was. it was interesting to see him. It's amazing I've, that he can still walk. I've always found uh, the character kind of cool. Uh, next up, we had Alberto Del Rio versus Dolph Ziggler in a little bit of uh, Vince Russo magic. Yeah, a that was weird. Contract on a pole match, which they kind of both won. Yeah, when they got it off, it was like, well, Chris, who got it off? Wasn't it Ziggler actually took it off? Yeah. And then, and then, then they were like, because I was like, oh, he's won. And then they were like, oh, no, it, it's whoever's got control of it. I was like, when was that ever the rule? Yeah, that's, that's never been the rule. Even Vince Russo didn't say that. Yeah, even he had the, like, you know, scruples to say, well, if they take it off the pole, they've, uh, they've, they've, they've won. won. That, that makes sense, right? Because that's the match, right? No. Uh, <laughs> you have to hold it for a countdown. So, yeah, that was kind of silly. But then yeah. it sets up the triple threat on SmackDown, which we'll talk about in a moment. Do you know your enemy? Yeah, it's uh, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> we we set that out quite clearly at the start of the show. Oh, yeah, good point. Anyway, carry on. Um, Then we had the... Oh, Jesus. Jesus! We had the Divas Beach Blast Battle Royale. Here comes the pain. Uh, that was all right. Only because Vicky Guerrero was in it, and she's kind of funny, and and she just wanted Kelly to see her wasn't... in that in that one piece. God, who doesn't? But <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Kelly wasn't in it. Why ever happened to Kelly Kelly? Is she like falling uh, a well? She's off uh, doing some modelling. Yeah, why didn't she just stay off doing some modelling? How about yeah, that? Yeah, that, that's kind of what we're all hoping. I know I'm not Mr. Negative, but I'm going to put it out there: the current Divas Champion is much better. Can do everything Kelly Kelly's meant to do, but. 11 million times better and it's just better so let's not bother with kelly kelly she's just vapid no thanks kelly kelly and then after we got rid of kelly kelly we'll get rid of the current divas champion layla oh, i like layla no she gets eaten by karma <laughs> she gets eaten by karma <laughs> Karma comes back and just eats her karma's awesome yeah i i like i like her i think she's good and i will happily put my hat on Layla, I will put it there. But Kelly Kelly, I mean, like I said in the last episode, she's a worker and she does a lot and she probably deserves the time off. But I, I don't I don't see why her character gets so much investment as she barely seems to have a character except I'm blonde and I smile. That seems to be it. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you. And Layla, she can do all the same. Do you know what I mean? If her character is going to be so minimal, Layla at least attempts to be the character of I'm the happy person who dances around and look I'm sort of making fun of you in a cheeky way Kelly Kelly doesn't even seem able to pull that off it's just like bland yeah no I, 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 to- I totally agree I totally agree but yeah this, um, uh, this battle yeah, royale still thing not, was not massive on Layla you know, th- it was kind of silly the battle royale I was just like let's get them in their bikinis it was like oh okay uh, <laughs> yeah I, th- I think um my right. fiance Laura was just watching that, and she's like, "This is just sickening." Well, to me, it's I don't see the point because I guess they're like this will appeal to young teenage boys who want to see the divas in their bikinis. It's like, well, fair play, but 
that would have been exciting when we were kids because we didn't have the internet to look at all manner of disgusting pornographic acts. <laughs> that would have been but, exciting. It was like, whoa, look at that. But now it's like, well, who cares? Nobody. Don't. Why do this? What's the point? What's the, the what purpose the, is this serving? The thing that gets me with like putting the divas in bikinis and stuff like that. Has anyone seen their ring gear? Yeah, it's pretty flimsy. They're kind of bikinis anyway. What the fuck? I suppose that would be like, hey, check it out. Seamus is just in his pants. I know, right? It's like, CM Punk is wearing some Y-fronts. <laughs> Stained Y-fronts. <laughs> <laughs> it's been and then the main event was John Cena versus apparently your favourite guy in the world, Chris Jericho. Yay. When they what? had that really bizarre ending when Big Show came down and sat on Cena's head. <laughs> I quite like that, because um, Jericho and Big Show were a sort of tag team in the era I wasn't really watching it, weren't they? Yeah, like Jericho. Yeah, I've seen clips of that, and I quite like that, I don't know, there was at least some sort of vague allusion to the way Jericho looked of like, all right. <laughs> yeah, there was, was an uh, allusion to past storylines before yeah. the Big Show locked Cena in the Colossal Clutch. Ah, oh, the Camel Clutch, Colossal Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> the fuck? Like, don't rename it. It's clearly the camel clutch. Wow. And the big show clearly doesn't do it as good as the Iron Sheik. Fucking bullshit! Nobody does anything as good as the Iron Sheik. Yeah, the camel clutch. Cocaine. Yeah, that whole episode of Raw was sort of... Meh. Pointless. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it just I was just like, yeah, great, raw. And then we're going to now experience what I never thought would happen. The next episode of SmackDown, I enjoyed more than yeah. raw, way more than raw. Yeah. SmackDown on the 29th, apparently. Smiggity SmackDown. Started the show with the Divas. It did. Uh, Layla versus AJ when Daniel Bryan came down and interfered I thought it was a clever take on the angle that was, was getting that. a bit stale at that point indeed and the fact that the match lasted longer than two seconds and um, actually had moves and was kind of good yeah I, I, I enjoyed mean... it then obviously Vicky comes out and you get the announcement that AJ is going to be the special guest referee in CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan at Money in the Bank yeah not bad interesting little thing they've added to that yeah it, it is interesting my my one thing that I would like to bring to the table when it comes to WWE and social media and now they're going into YouTube more oh, and .com quickly, and stuff. Quickly, just before you get into that. Yeah. Charlie Sheen. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Oh, yeah, I know, right? I think that might I have been announced on Raw, wasn't it? Yeah, skip I, by I skipped over that because who gives a fuck? Well, the problem is, I get the feeling people may have cared a year ago for about a week. Yeah. I mean, I know why they're doing it. They literally said, I think it might have been this week's episode of Raw when they mentioned it again. They literally said, he's got 7 million Twitter followers because he's going to be tweeting just from his own account. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. That's why they're doing it, because 7 million people will see he's talking about the 1,000th episode of Raw. They might tune in. Yeah, it makes sense, but... Yeah. When, you, when you think of it that way, though, Charlie Sheen has never said he's got an interest in wrestling. Oh, no. But, again, that could play in their favour. That could be what they're thinking, because they're like, 
oh, well, Charlie Sheen hasn't watched it before, but now he's watching it, and he could be saying, like, oh, that was kind of cool, and people would be like, oh, that might be kind of cool, and then they'll watch it. The only way that this could turn out well... Oh, I don't is... think it'll turn out well. <laughs> no, 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 the, the only way this could turn out well is if Charlie Sheen turned, like gets to the Twitter, and they start the show, and he's like, this is bullshit. <laughs> The whole way through. Yeah, I hate wrestling. Oh, man, I wonder how much they're paying him. I tweet about wrestling anyway. Why, why yeah, why does no one pay us? Millions, billions, yeah! Well, I think your beginning rant about Rey Mysterio <laughs> might be why no one will ever pay or respect you. Yeah, but that, that, that's why I need to get paid, because I need to employ William Regal and Wade Barrett to break his legs. Yeah, boo. <laughs> so then I, then I can come in and just get the pin. Nobody wants this match, Craig. Me and Zack Ryder are going to run out with John Cena and just start pummeling <laughs> all of you. <laughs> oh, I get fucking dumped on by the goof patrol. That's what we're going to call ourselves. Uh, You'll call you us suck. the goof patrol and then we'll John Cena will start a hashtag and we'll all just start dancing with Brodus Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's, there's me and Ziggler and Sandow on the outside crying. <laughs> there's lots of children looking confused. <laughs> sort Actually, of wait, doing Ziggler, the dance Ziggler can't be, in, can't be in my stable because I can only have guys with beards, I've decided. Oh, really? So it's going to be me, Sandow, Punk and Daniel Bryan. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I'll Hello. make William Regal grow a beard. <laughs> you grow that beard, fucking beard! <laughs> right, anyway, back to Smackdown. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so back to what I was saying about AJ, special guest referee, because of a poll on WWE.com. Ray J, yes. Yeah, Ray J is going to be the uh, special guest referee. At WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Craig Cardi versus Rey Mysterio. <laughs> In a Craig's Knees Don't Work match. <laughs> oh, this sucks. <laughs> I'm starting to regret my decision. I think you should. <laughs> right, right, anyway, go on. Right, 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 so... They've got all these angles where they're reaching out feelers into Twitter and YouTube and .com. Now Stephanie's taken over .com. Twitube.com, yes. It seems like unless you're constantly following the WWE, Mm -hmm. you're going to miss something. Why, yes. Uh, Not anything big, though. They've never done anything majorly important on any of them yet. They've still kept that for the shows. I yeah, think the but... only thing I thought was the Bellas getting fired. <laughs> that they were just... Do you remember that? They were like, oh, by the way, in the break, the Bellas got fired. Watch it on WWE.com. And it was like, what? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like... I think the key word that you just said, Chris, is yet. They haven't done anything big yet. You know what, though? All the, who doesn't have the internet and Twitter at this stage? It's not like you're missing out anything. I mean, if yeah, someone's but... got cable TV, they're not going to not have the internet. Yeah, but I, I don't want to follow, like, WWE.com Twitter and stuff because, A, we live in the UK, so I don't want spoilers, like, the minute I wake up, like, oh, my God, I'm raw, Hornswoggle defeated the big show with a fucking 450 off the top well, rope. Just follow Zack Ryder. You can have everything he yeah, does ruined already, for you every I already, morning. I already stopped following Zack because uh, oh, he's just vapid. What? Yeah. That's right. We'll get to that I later. Because you just made me a bit sick in my mouth. <laughs> but anyway. Right. So, yeah, that's my thing against .com and all of their sort of reaching out into the digital universe. I'm all for it. Nah. 
I I just don't like anything that detracts from the the real product. The real product is the show. I don't want there to be like things going on in the background. And there are stuff like sort of when I go on WWE.com, there's like little skits and interviews and things. That I think shit. If that was on Raw, it would have been better than what was on Raw. Yeah, but it's there anyway, and it probably wouldn't have been on Raw. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I it's more content. I'm I'm all for it. I enjoy the more content. It's all free at the moment, and you know it's it's just broadening their horizons. It's giving people more stuff, making them more relevant and stuff like that, which you know they need to do. Because right, because ah, we could say we'll save that for discussion. I watched. No, no, a, well, uh, why do, why don't we turn this into this week's discussion point? Well, right now. Oh yeah, why not? Well, because I was going to make a point. I watched the uh, DVD, The Rise and Fall of the ECW. Yes, The uh, ECW. The ECW, yeah. Right. Or just, all right, The Rise and Fall of ECW. (laughs) (laughs) If that's what you want. (laughs) You know it's what I want, Chris. But anyway, it was interesting because uh, it had interviews with um, everyone. It had Heyman, Vince. It even had Bischoff in it. Because like, there'd be many points where uh, Heyman's sort of saying like Bischoff is a dick and that he doesn't like the guy. And then it would cut to Bischoff giving his side of the story. Which is Bischoff he... just saying, like, I'm a dick. I don't like me either. A lot of stuff is... He says stuff like, well, it all depends how you view it. Because, like, you know, uh, Heyman will say stuff like, oh, they he stole uh, Raven from us. What about me? And he would say, like, I didn't steal anything from anyone. I just offered them a lot of money because I knew they'd be good for my company. He's like, one man's stealing is another man's acquisition. It's like, to me, it was an acquisition. That's all I did. And, you know, it's interesting. But anyway, the point was, yeah, uh, it gave me a lot more respect for the ECW than I had before. I did not not have respect, but I'm just not a fan of the whole bleeding everywhere and setting fire to yourself <laughs> yeah the, the overly hardcore garbage wrestling i suppose you'd call it that's the term yeah i'm i'm I, i'd never been a big fan of that this is czw but watching this it's um first of all there's one thing Heyman said which was that the ecw tried and succeeded to do to wrestling what nirvana did to rock music okay but the point being that he said in the uh 80s and late 80s it was all hair metal and uh, everyone grew sick of that over time and then Nirvana came along did something totally different and changed the game which he's saying is an easy comparison to wrestling because it's like you look at 80s wrestling it's kind of hair metal <laughs> in the way everything is cheesy everything like that and so he's like well rest everyone was getting kind of bored of wrestling the WWF was rubbish he's like the WCW was just starting to come into its, like, NWO kind of own, but it hadn't quite got there yet. What you gonna do when the New World Organization runs wild on you? Right. So he was like, well, we need to do something totally different. We need to really shake wrestling up. And so the ECW, Extreme Championship Wrestling, was invented, and that did. I mean, there's no arguing that that did kind of do what Nirvana did to music in terms of the Attitude Era and, you know, the NWO and all stuff like that all came. It's a very good comparison. Kind of almost came off the back of uh, ECW. Definitely. And I was thinking, like, while I was watching it, I was thinking, like, you know what, as much as I don't like this kind of wrestling so much and I wouldn't necessarily want to watch it now, it's um, it's almost like these guys sort of 
bled for the industry, if you know what I mean. If it wasn't, oh, yeah. if it wasn't for these guys sort of destroying themselves and stuff like that, I don't think wrestling might it might not have kept going. Because if the WWF had just kept going in, the, you know, the doink the clown <laughs> <laughs> style of wrestling that it was doing, and the WCW yeah. had never done anything radical, it might have just died out. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, who knows? No, so, I, I, agree, I agree totally. I mean, ECW made wrestling relevant. Yeah, I think that was the thing. And what I was going to say to that mm-hmm. point was that something like that needs to happen again, I think. I don't I don't know what. I don't know what they're going to do. I'm not saying ECW needs to happen again because the times, that's not what people want. But mm-hmm. something needs to happen to sort of change the game again because it's starting to get a bit stagnant again. Bizarrely enough, I actually have a note about this that I made when I was watching one of the Raws and Smackdowns that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, I think that first, one of the things that sort of rivaled the WWE was the popularity of MMA. Yes. And they sort of, they tried to incorporate that a little bit. And they say sometimes, oh, this guy's got MMA training and stuff like that. Or when they do the main event and they're like, this is this guy's weight. And he, this is his, all this, like they kind of call a main event or they did for a while, sort of like a UFC event. They they, they, they did that in the past as well. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So yeah, so MMA came up and sort of started to have a little bit of an influence. And it was something different to scripted pro wrestling. And then, sort of, I think the WWE realised, well, we're bigger than anything. There's that, and also um, the guy who owned the UFC, Dana White. People would ask him when they first started getting big, like the UFC. They'd be like, "Well, what, what do you think about uh, WWE and Vince McMahon and stuff like that?" And you'd always say, "We're a totally different thing," which they are. It's oh like, yeah, We're a completely no, I'm, 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 not, I'm not trying to say like the WWE oh, no, 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 needs to be more like MMA. I'm just it's, saying, yeah, it's, yeah, that they didn't. It's, 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 it's more that there was something different out there. Like ECW was something different to the two main companies back then. Yeah. The only thing that has any influence on the WWE anymore is the indies. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, Vince has pretty much publicly said that TNA isn't a threat and TNA is garbage. Um... I wouldn't say in its form at the moment, I wouldn't say it's any threat to the WWE. Because people say stuff like, oh, well, because, you know, Smarks like to get really excited about what viewing figures are and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I'm like, I don't care. Nah. <laughs> What's that got to do with me? But, um, yeah, they'll always say, oh, well, yeah, but, you know, Impact gets way better, like, viewing figures than uh, Raw. And it's like, yeah, because Impact's free. On in Challenge country, TV, yeah. yeah, in this country, it's free on Challenge TV. So it's like, and Raw, you have to have Sky Sports. So, of course, it's got more people watching it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, as I say, my my point being anyway, that yeah. you can see since Punk's angle last year with Money in the Bank mm-hmm. that they have accepted a bit more indie thinking. Almost, I mean, the push of uh, Brian Danielson. Obviously, CM Punk being the number two guy in the company now, bringing in they, Claudio Castagnoli to SmackDown. Well, they uh, needed new blood, I think, is the thing, and they must yeah. have just known that for a while. Like, well, we need more people. It's getting, people I are going to start it, going. It, it was it was looking more that way around eight months ago, huh. and now 
they've got a sort of a, a new crop of guys ready to bring in. John Moxley uh, is going to come in as Dean Ambrose, probably, hopefully, on the thousandth episode of Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Blackson as Seth Rollins in NXT. They've got a, a great crop of young talent, and some they've plucked from the indies, and really good, really good guys who deserve to be on on WWE TV. And now it looks like Triple H is saying, "Well, why don't we try some." into sports things like let's bring in some more football players and stuff like that and that's not what people want who have they got that's a football player well there's there's no one yet but that's what he said right <laughs> i put this on twitter last night i was right. like how do people know this who, who oh no that, that's tri- what he said in interviews and things not just like this is i heard hey did you hear what i hear yeah, uh, I was going to say, know. as long as this isn't one of those stupid, like, inside sources, it's like, oh, oh no, no, I no, made no. up. <laughs> no, th- th- that stuff is stupid. That's like, yeah. I heard from Triple H's friend's brother's cousin that Triple H wants to do this. He said that he's interested in cross-brand stuff, like bringing in football players and other sports guys. Oh. And while that worked with, you know, the 90s with guys like Goldberg or, I don't know, Steve McMichael. Never mind that shit. Here comes Mungo. Lolberg. Uh, yeah. Right back. Um, it won't work now because especially my ilk, Smarks and the like, we want to see the indie guys. We don't want to see guys that can't wrestle. Like big football guys who look impressive but aren't impressive. Like surely they should take a cue from the meteoric rise of CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and yeah, be like, that would add up. yeah, like p- people want to see wrestling. What oh, that's made the thing? Hmm? I was going to say, that's the thing. Wrestling fans will in, you know, inevitably want to see wrestling. Yeah. Like that's what made the business big was good wrestlers. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. They were good in the ring and they had good personalities. They aren't the most physically impressive specimens in the world. But they're fantastic. Guys like Rodney Piper. Good old Rodney Piper. Rodney Piper, exactly. But He was a plonker. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think the the WWF does need to do something as it is getting stale. Um they don't they don't need to go down the angle of just big impressive guys like Ryback who comes out every week and gets fucking Goldberg chanted at him. That's not the way to do things now. Hey, 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 have you noticed? I think it may even have been in this episode of SmackDown. People are cheering Goldberg and Goldberg No <laughs> I haven't called him Goldberg. Ryback. People are cheering Ryback and holding Ryback signs. I was sitting there with Leanne, my girlfriend, and we were both like, wait. Do WWE know what they're doing? This is working. People are cheering Ryback. It's finally happening. It's like <laughs> they knew what they were doing. What's going on? <laughs> yes! Yes! I don't see Ryback going anywhere at all. And oh, no, if like I, but... a few little teenagers and kids might like him, uh, who cares? They're all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind Ryback. If Fuck goes right on, back. I'm, you know, I'm I'm not minding him. Uh, what what was our discussion? How we got onto this anyway? <laughs> uh, SmackDown. We could just get back to talking about SmackDown. Yeah, I I think after our long discussion, the three things that I'm taking from it are one, I'd prefer to see more content on TV, especially now we're going to three hour roars. 
than content online, especially if it features people who I care about, like Damien Sandow and Dolph Ziggler. That's it. More yeah, that, that's it. Uh, point two, that nothing is ever going to reshape the wrestling landscape now that the WWE has such dominance on it, but they do need to go more of a indie slant than a football player slant. Well, this was the interest. another interesting point made by Eric Bischoff on the rise and fall of ECW. Right. He was saying, because they were talking about, you know, because ECW eventually got on network television and then got cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gone. The thing Eric Bischoff said was that ECW didn't broaden what they did. He said it worked before ECW got on network television because they were playing to their niche audience. They were playing to one audience. And he was saying, him running WCW, he couldn't just you know, appeal to one group of people. What he had to do was, you said, you had to appeal to as many people as possible. Reason being that as many people as possible are who you want to watch your show because then you get to keep your show, you get advertisers coming in and he said, you know, you can try, you know, he said, you try as hard as you can to stop people telling you what you can and can't do because he said with the WCW, they get a lot of people saying, oh, well, you can't do that. That's too, like, full on and stuff like that. Said you try and cut those people down, but he's like at a point you've got to broaden what you do. And ECW didn't; they stuck with with the formula that worked, but it worked for a small audience. And that's the thing I think the WWE sort of have to do as well. It's sort of like as much as we'd like them to slim down and focus on good wrestling. Yes, that's you know there's still people that will be in the audience like little kids that are like Brodus Clay, yeah, he's gonna dance, which you know isn't us at all, but. Those kids are buying all the Funkasaurus t-shirts and stuff like that, so, you know. You know what, Chris? It's very rare you'll hear me say this. <laughs> what? You're right. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've, you've won me over. Hmm. That's, that, I don't think that's, that's rare, especially with points I make like that, where I stand up for the WWE. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. I think this might be a first. Well, that's what they're saying. That's what Bishop was saying, was the, the failing of the ECW, was that they didn't appeal to enough people, and so it ended up getting cancelled. It's gone! I, I agree. I didn't really think of it in that way, because, I, I, you know, I just want to watch it for me. Oh, but yeah, it does totally. have to appeal to everybody, and really, their target audience is... The, the merchandise buying age, which I yeah, guess it's, is it's technically younger, younger than us. Oh, but that's why they get John Cena to come out wearing so much merchandise. Kids love John Cena. They want pe- kids to buy John Cena merchandise, make John Cena wear all his merchandise. So, you know, then they go, I want the sweatband and the hat and the necklace and the T-shirt and everything else he's got on. Kids love... Bullshit! They want people, kids to buy... Bullshit! Make John Cena wear all his... Bullshit! So, you know, then they go, I want the sweatband and the hat and the... Fucking bullshit! And everything else he's got on. The toilet paper. <laughs> Hanging out of his shorts. <laughs> you can't um, see this. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see this. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, have, you have won me over. Consider your point well made, good sir. As much as as much as we don't like a lot of this stuff, I think it's important to keep the program going because not everyone, like little kids, aren't going to want to watch like uh, you know just the Damien Sandow and Daniel Bryan show. Oh man, now that's a show. 
Although, I don't know what could prove it wrong, but I could think of one, which is Shakara. Kids love Shakara. I suppose this, this is this is why I guess your argument works, is that, I don't know, I, I don't have to watch the segments with Brodus and stuff. I don't have to get angry about them and, and care. <laughs> well, this, this has always been my point. I mean, as easy as it is to be like, ah, it's sort of like you have to accept that even if you asked all the people that wrote and did it, I doubt they would say, yes, we're aiming this at the 26-year-old males who are <laughs> who are watching who have this. a podcast yeah it's like they're, they're not they're not doing that bit for you it's like the cm punk stuff's kind of more aimed at us and you know the, all the seemingly all the stuff that's going on on smackdown <laughs> yeah at the moment okay c- consider your point well made and oh i was gonna say there was three things and i got through two of them the third point was fuck Ryback, but uh yeah <laughs> Anywho, let's yeah, get back to on. SmackDown. Last week's SmackDown. So after we had the whole Vicky says that AJ's going to be the special guest referee, mm-hmm. we have Damian Sandow versus Zack Ryder in a Money in the Bank qualifier match. The only thing that made me sad was that the Z-Train didn't win, but uh, otherwise, good match. Yeah, good match and potential for a really good feud. I would say so. And I like the idea of the qualifying matches as well. Yeah. I mean, as we go through these, I definitely think that there's a good trend. Because the next qualifying match was Tyson Kidd versus Jack Swagger. And Tyson yeah, Kidd and actually won. I did not see that happening. I saw Jack I Swagger come out. And there was there was good old Tyson Kidd, who's not the official jobber, but is definitely one of the jobbers. And yeah. it was just sort of like, well, he's going to lose. Obviously, Swagger's going through. And then he won. It was like, oh, oh okay. Uh, we're giving him a push. Fair enough. Yeah. There was more wrestling on SmackDown. Yeah, there was. <laughs> just more matches and less uh, random stuff. I, I don't know. The, the show felt... To me, I, I am enjoying SmackDown now more than I'm... I'll watch Raw. I mean, when we get on to the next episode of Raw, good God. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I'm, uh, and then the next episode of SmackDown, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah. Um, so getting, well, we had Tyson Kidd win, and that was good. Um, then this is the only stumbling block uh, with the Money in the Bank qualifiers for me. Yes, Santino Morella and Christian defeated Cody Rhodes and David Otunga. Do you know what annoys me? And the problem is, it's a bit hypocritical because of the second person in this, but I was sort of like, wait, Santino's the US champion. Why don't they just get him defending the United States championship rather than putting him in this match? But Christian's the intercontinental champion. (laughs) I think I I I just like Christian more than I like Santino. (laughs) I think I I like fucking AIDS more than I like Santino. Really? Yeah. You're going to go on the record with that one, are you? Yeah, I'm going on the record. I I get put on a T-shirt. I like AIDS more than I like Santino Morella. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Santino. Again, we can put this back to the point of that Santino probably isn't aimed at me and you, but... No. I don't know. I was just sort of like, Santino, really? Because I'm I'm personally a bit sick of seeing Santino Morella. I am. He should be on Superstars. Yeah, he'd do well there. But, um, I guess kids love him. They like having a little Cobra sock. Yeah, I think my fiance brought up a good point. You know Christian's new shirt, which is like the CH chemical symbol? Yes. I could have sworn she said that CH4 is methane. 
Isn't that like farts or something? Yeah. So he's got what? What the, fu- the fuck? He's he's full of farts. Farts. <laughs> Maybe he is. <laughs> Christian is full of farts. That's what we can take from his new T-shirt. Uh, I agree with the point that you made. Why did these two get put into the Money in the Bank match? That means there's going to be, again, no US title defence and no. no Intercontinental title defence. Kind of weird. It makes those belts almost irrelevant. The pay-per-views should be title, 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 title. The... The you know the United States Championship almost feels like it's pointless. It's just like, well, does it? It it makes no difference that Santino Morella is a champion. No, I mean it it's mean? got as much relevance as like the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Titles. Uh, there's a Knockouts Tag Team. Yeah, it's currently held by ODB and Eric Young. Oh come on though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Who like, doesn't want to see Santino, that? Santino's less relevant than that. I'd say that was super relevant if it's ODB and Eric Young. <laughs> <laughs> no! Ryback beat two local jobbers before Wee. Teddy Long announces that it's going to be Layla and the great Carly taking on Axana and Antonio Cesaro the coming week, which I loved because you get to see Claudio Castagnoli on TV for five seconds. Yeah, you're always pleased about that. I really do like Claudio. Uh, I think he's great. Uh, the Antonio Cesaro character is a little thin, but if he actually had a chance to work with it, I think that he'd win a lot of people over, as I think he's a fantastic heel. Yeah, I, I've not seen much of him, so uh, I'll take you on your word there, but I'm happy to see Layla. <laughs> She's a good uh, wrestler. Well, that's... that's uh, no. Next up, we had Tensai versus Justin Gabriel for a Money in the Bank qualifier. <laughs> Which I was convinced after Tyson Kidd winning earlier, Justin Gabriel would win. I was hoping so, but... And then A-Train... The A-Train ran him down. Did he beat up uh, his friend again? I don't think he beat up his friend then. He might have beat him up on Raw. Stop stop hanging out with the guy you hate him so much, Tensai. He seems to like you. Poor poor little Sakamoto. Yeah, what's he done? Then in the main event, Sheamus defeated Dolph Ziggler and Alberto Del Rio in what was a pretty boring match, in my opinion. Um, I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was... Br- it wasn't the best match of all time, but I didn't think it was a bad match. I enjoyed it. Mm, I'm, I'm, get- I'm not very big on Sheamus. I'm no, not as not, big- are you? No, I'm not as big on Alberto Del Rio as I was a year ago, as his character just hasn't progressed. And even Ziggler this week didn't, like, jump out and make me go, like, holy shit, Ziggler. No, uh, he wasn't. He didn't steal the show. But no. um, I like Seamus. I've, I've always enjoyed Seamus as a character. I one of the things I like about Seamus is how much Seamus seems to constantly be enjoying himself. Like genuinely, you can see on his face that it's like you know he really loves doing this. Like this is clearly this man's dream job, and he's clearly loving it every night. Like you know, you sometimes see people and they're sort of like. They're acting, or they're tired, and fair enough, because they're working, like, every day of the year, essentially. But, I don't know, for about the last year, Seamus has looked consistently happy. <laughs> so, since he's been enjoying himself. I like that about the guy. And I like his promos and stuff. I like that he says ass. <laughs> I enjoy that. Ash biscuits! I don't know. I mean, it's the same thing with me that puts me off of John Cena, is that the Seamus character is so, like... Oh, look at me. I've got catchphrases. I've got new T-shirts. I love being a good guy. Yeah. He's got no reason to be a good guy other than I like being a good guy. Take off. 
for for me, the Seamus character is just, you know, like the big show was, where it was like, hey, I'm a good guy. I love being a oh, good guy. He, he wasn't that bad. Seamus isn't that bad. No, maybe not that bad. I wouldn't bad. say that at all. He, he's definitely not just like, I love being a friendly friend. He def- he's got an edge to him. Like I like fighting and stuff like that. Yeah, he's, uh, not for me. He's not. He's not. There's nothing to him like there is with Punk. Punk. Ha- that's what's missing. Conviction. Sam Punk. All right. <laughs> no, like Sam Punk when he talks and when he wrestles, he's got conviction. You have a vagina. Whereas Seamus. I don't know, maybe it's because he's still a little bit green, but it feels like it's forced conviction. You know, like when he gets angry in a match, it seems like now is my time to get angry. I don't know. I've always felt it as sincere. I've always, you know, when he's cutting a promo and he has to get a little angry, it always feels like he's a... It, it comes across as sincere to me. That That's never struck me. Mm. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see how he goes. If he gets a lengthy title reign, maybe he'll broaden the character a bit but his character feels one that's very much dictated by creative more so yeah. than someone like punk or even daniel bryan who seems to have kind of made their own character and creative just says can you throw in xyz and he's like yeah all right whereas i think with seamus it feels very much like make sure you you, you hit all these bullet points and then say fella. Fella, 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 fella. Are you serious, fella? Listen, fella. It's very hard, fella. I'm fella. So let's go on to Raw, which was this week's Raw. Uh, from uh, Laredo, Texas. Blah, no. blah, blah. No. You don't like Texas? <laughs> I hate it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like um, that episode of Raw. This, this I didn't enjoy it. I actively didn't enjoy it. Yeah. The well, best run, parts of it were bits that you just sort of went, yeah, that was all right. Yeah. Well, let's let's run down, Chris, your 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 points for not enjoying it. Let's do a quick a quicker run through this time. Yes, please. So what happened? John Lay Cena starts out the show, uh, says, "Oh, I'm happy that the Big Show attacked me because I'm a fucking idiot." Oh, this, um, this is the one that began with a classic SmackDown beginning where they all go in the <laughs> ring and go, I was waiting for Teddy Long to come down and go, now hold on there, players. Tag team match. <laughs> yeah, I see a triple threat. <laughs> but no, it didn't happen. It was just, but it was that standard sort of like, all right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, big yeah, Show came yeah. down to the ring. They all had a bit of a tussle, but the Big Show was the one left standing tall because... That's how tall he is. The only good thing about the whole thing was seeing CM Punk and John Cena, you know, potentially yeah. being like, we might be against each other again, which I'm all for. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that. That Punk, was, that was the only positive the best Cena. Yeah, exactly. And if he's against Cena, it means Punk can be a little bit more Healy, which is what I prefer. <laughs> Next up, Chris. Now, I thought surely this would have redeemed the show a little bit for you, as we had Christian, Santino Morella, R-Truth and Kofi Kingston taking on Cody Rhodes, David Otunga, and the primetime players. Billions, billions, yeah! Yeah, that, that I was pleased to see. This I was sort of like, hey, primetime players, millions of dollars, billions of dollars. Yeah! I enjoyed that, and I, you know, I like seeing Kofi Kingston, and I like seeing R-Truth, 
And yeah. again, Kofi put on a very good show. Truth wasn't in it that much, to be fair. But he's just, um, he's just come back from that's the first show back from foot injury. Ah, that would explain it. But yeah, um, yeah and you know, I kind of like the whole we're all gonna leave and you can just get beaten up, Otunga. Yeah, at that, first that I was, was a... sort of like, wait, are we all just gonna beat the crap out of David Otunga? This doesn't seem very good guyish. But then <laughs> it was it was sort of like, uh, I guess they're getting revenge after him being with Laurinaitis for ages. Yeah. That was okay. It, it ended a bit prematurely. It had the potential to be a good match, and then the primetime players left, and it was sort of like, oh. <laughs> the one thing about the primetime players stable with uh, AW, AW's got the, ne- the gimmick now he's mic'd up all the time. Yeah, but that was different. It's different, and it, it could work as a good angle, but they've got to think of something for him to say. Yeah, he doesn't... He, 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 <laughs> Come on, Titus. Really Big deal, Titus O'Neil. Let's go. Come yeah, on, Titus. So- yeah, there you go, Titus. You can do it. Stay down, Kofi. All right. Stay down, Kofi. No, no. Why do you need a microphone for that? I'm learning a lot listening to AW. That's got to be annoying. I thought that in the match, the primetime players, Santino, Otunga, and eventually when Brodus Clay turned up, uh, they all looked really weak. Uh. They all, They didn't look very fluid, and they made it look very fake. It wasn't a great match. No, and then at the end... Kofi Kingston was good, and I liked seeing Kofi. And everyone was fine, but it just sort of ended a bit prematurely, and it was a bit like, oh, all yeah. right then. Um, at the end, when Brodus turned up and got in the ring, I thought it was really weird that just out of nowhere, some kids appeared. Yeah, that was... Like, what, for a split second, when one of them was getting in the ring, I was like, wait, who's that? I know. Is, is, is that Tiny John Cena? Is it Scott Hall? <laughs> Scott Hall's jumped the barricade for a drink. Yeah. Oh, boo. Oh, he saw some heroin in the ring. Boo. <laughs> boo this um, man. I have no so, bad things said about him. Go on. I, my note just says, where do these kids come from? They seem like? Do they seem like fake kids? Like, they, they seem like... You know, like, I don't know, some sort of gap kids that have turned up and it's like... Yeah, it's, it's like kids hand- from a cult that have been brainwashed. It's like the guy in the audience that interacts with the wrestler that's clearly the fake actor guy in the crowd. It's like, they're them. It's still real to me, damn it! These don't it was, feel like real kids. It was weird. Um, well, so I wasn't big on when that. They were dancing. They didn't seem to know what to do. So maybe they were real. <laughs> maybe they're just stupid. <laughs> maybe. Ooh, what next? Oh yeah, there was Alberto Del Rio versus Sin Cara when Sin Cara no. just got the shit kicked out of him. Um, I believe my girlfriend Leanne, because it was uh, he said, "Oh, your opponent's gonna be a surprise." Uh, uh Teddy Long told Alberto Del Rio that, and my girlfriend Leanne said, "Oh, it's Teddy Long's shit surprise." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, first of all, I was like, "What is Mark Henry back?" Because that was Teddy Long's go-to. <laughs> <laughs> but then, but then it was like, uh, oh, oh, Ryback, Ryback. It should be Ryback. It should be that would be cool, Ryback. And then it was like yeah. Sin Cara, and I was like, oh no, Sin Cara. Yeah. Ah. And this was the beginning of the end for me, where this episode spiraled into me not even enjoying it. Yes, um, Alberto Del Rio essentially just kicked the crap out of Sin Cara. Oh, I and they were pu- like, this is a new side of Alberto Del Rio. I was like. Is it? No, it's no, it's not. It's the same. It's the exact same moves he's been doing for like a year and a half. We're we just gonna try and claim it's a new side just because he was off for quite a while and people might have forgot. <laughs> yeah, I th- I thought that was silly. 
some of some of the things that bug me about that. Say you're Sin Cara. Essentially, okay. all that's all that's happened is that you've been kicked a little bit, thrown to the outside, and then put in a submission hold. Why then can you not compete in the match? You're a wrestler. Well, uh, the power of Alberto Del Rio's armbar is apparently so strong that uh, you could do nothing uh, but cry and leave. It's over 9,000! I thought that was silly. Armbar! 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 Um, but, uh, it, it, yeah, I don't know. I, um, I didn't like it. It, it wasn't, it was like, oh, who are we going to put up against him? The really small guy that he can easily beat up. Oh, that'll show him. Yeah. <laughs> that's like that's, that's kind of like me in my match with Rey Mysterio. He's the small guy I can easily beat up. Yeah, that would totally happen. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing I had to say on Del Rio is that at live shows recently, <laughs> when he hasn't won a match. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought you. I thought for a split second you said Dill Dio. <laughs> <laughs> this My is the thing, Chris, I don't like about Dio. that Dill Dio. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hey, Dill Dio. <laughs> I could catch on. But anyway. No, Del what Rio. I don't like about Del Rio at the moment is at the live shows, when he doesn't win a match, he's been beating up Ricardo. Oh, really? And they're sort of testing the waters for splitting them up. No. <laughs> Ricardo's the best bit. Exactly. That that's like the stupidest idea. The only reason Alberto is still a tiny bit over is because of Ricardo. Yeah, Ricardo's my favourite part of Alberto Doria. Let's face it, Ricardo, um, Alberto Del Rio can't talk very well. No, he's not the best on the mic, and Ricardo brings a lot of personality. Yeah. So, uh, I, th- I think that's a, that's a silly idea. But did you notice the Texas crowd were chanting something that I think King said he couldn't repeat? Yeah, because it wasn't in Spanish, and no one, I didn't know what it meant. I believe they were chanting Culero. Which is what the like uh, Max Cavalera from Selfie. No, Calero means asshole. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought that was that was uh, quite good. So next anyway. up, we had AJ backstage with Daniel Bryan when she eats the rose. Oh, well, the only thing that made me happy about that was because as soon as he handed her the rose, my brain imagined just going, and eating it. <laughs> I know, me too! Straight away, I thought, oh, she should just eat it. Just be like, and eat it, and then be, like, just be chewing it and going, nom, 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 nom. Yeah, and then when she did it, she spat it out straight away. But when she did it, I was like, yeah, I wanted that to happen. <laughs> I, I liked that little promo. I thought, I think... The Daniel Bryan character sort of trying to get back on her good side. That kind yeah. of works. I think that it was quite him, cool. It adds to his, like, snivelly bad guyness. Exactly. I, I dug that. I thought that was a good little promo. I'm really high on AJ at the moment. I think she's cool. Yeah, she she is a good wrestler. I think she should wrestle more. But yeah. she's also a good actress, so, you know. Yeah, yeah I, I dig her. Uh, then we had... Paul Heyman show up uh, in lieu of Brock Lesnar, who wasn't there. Oh, in there. video form. I yeah. liked it. I liked um, Heyman's 
promo. I thought it was decent. It was well rehearsed and very well delivered, as is everything with Paul Heyman. Oh, yeah. Um, the one note I have for it, Heyman looks like Damien Sandow's dad. Yeah, he kind of does. If Seriously, I think it's right at the end of the promo when Heyman's sort of looking up at the camera with the little smile on his face. If you put that up against Damien Sandow when he's smiling, they look like the same guy. You're welcome. Then there was Vicky Guerrero and Dolph Ziggler taking on AJ and Sheamus. Mm, I mean, I like seeing Vicky in the ring. I quite enjoy her having <laughs> a little bitchy fight with AJ. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, nah. I think Seamus and Ziggler as a match has been done quite a lot. Yeah, I've seen it now. Yeah, they, they didn't really bring anything new to the table there, so it was just sort of no. like, okay. Although what was kind of cool, I was expecting AJ to pin Vicky. Yes. And I thought it was just going to be like a roll-up or some sort of comedy silly thing done to Vicky. Oh, didn't but she did a actually, Shining Wizard? She did a Shining Wizard, and I was like, holy shit, she's actually done her move. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to Vicky. Um, oh, yeah, and she then, can take a bump. <laughs> yeah. And then we had um, what I thought was quite a good little angle as well. AJ goes back chanting yes and talks yeah, to that's, CM Punk. that's okay. Yeah. Is this the one where she's like, you didn't see my match? And he was like, no, I was talking to my text message. And she was like, no. <laughs> Did you see when his phone turned around? He was on a text message. That's a really sad thing to point out. I was like, he was not on the phone. You are clearly conducting a text message. It is obvious to us all. Do you know what's really sad, Chris? What? My notes say that was a text message. Oh, right, really? You're when you're, when you're doing that sort of internet, that's me. It's me, Austin. Oh, son of a bitch. But, yeah, that... I mean, I get it, but it was just sort of like, they were watching me. And he was like, no, why would I be? Shut up. And she's like, Aah. and then ran away. That bit I, was quite... just, I don't know why, but that bit annoyed me for some reason. Just because I felt like CM Punk. I was like, why would I be watching you? Shut up. Go away. I quite liked that bit. I thought that really achieved its goal of yeah, Punk, it did, punk, punk but, being like, yeah. I'm, I'm not watching you. What have I got invested in you? What, what are you talking about? I'm on the phone. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was getting sick of Raw at this point, so <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> um, I was slowly spiraling into like, oh my god. <laughs> I thought I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, next up, Heath Slater versus Doink. Oh my god, I was angry when that happened. <laughs> Seriously, until DDP turned up. It's me. It's me. It's DDP. DP. When it was Doink the Clown, I literally, and I'm glad we can swear on this program, because I literally went, oh, fuck Doink the Clown. As soon as he said, <laughs> I'm not a clown, I went, it better not be fucking Doink the Clown. And then Doink because the... I was already fed up at this stage, and I was like, and I was like, oh, well, here he is. I like this guy, and he's going to bring out a legend. Fine, that might make up for it. And then he said, I'm not, I'm not a clown. I was like, this be- uh, fucking better not be Doink the Clown. And he came out, and I was like, fuck Doink the Clown. Nobody likes Doink the Clown. Fuck off, Doink the Clown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you've turned into me. I know, it was weird. Even when DDP turned up, 
I was like, oh, DDP, okay, that's cool. But still, I was so annoyed that Doink the Clown was the person that turned up. I was still like, I don't, but why did you bring Doink the fucking clown down? And how much does it suck to be Doink the Clown? Okay, Doink, what we're going to do is we're going to send you out and everyone's going to think, oh man, Doink the Clown, he sucks. I don't want to see Doink the Clown. <laughs> then you lose <laughs> to the guy that always loses. And then DDP comes out and everyone's more pleased because they had to suffer through you. The direction uh, they're going at the moment after Sid and then Doink, it's sort of winding down in terms of legends. So I'm hoping next week is the Gooker. I'm hoping next week is a good one. Scott Hall? <laughs> yeah, the NWO comeback, including Hogan. <laughs> they just say, don't buy Scott Hall. Like, come on, we'll give you a six pack. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, DDP, it was good to see DDP. And man, DDP is in super shape, or is it just me? Does DDP yeah, well, it's, look it's just as the, good um, as he did? Yoga for regular guys. Ah, doesn't uh, your fiance Laura do that? DDP she yoga? does indeed. I'll have to get yeah. her to do a review or something at some point. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get Laura just to chime in with, Laura, what do you think of yoga for regular guys? So, well, as a regular guy, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, DDP looked in ring shape. Like, when he came out, I was like, wow, has DDP even aged? I was like, he looks like the same guy, except with shorter hair. But still, I was so annoyed when Doink came down. I achieved its desired effect, but it was mainly because I hadn't been enjoying Raw, and I was like, oh, good, the one bit I thought might be cool is Doink the Clown. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think that pretty much summarizes the whole segment. But next up, we had the Big Show versus Kane. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I remember because I was already annoyed. So I was like, oh, so you got the big slow guy versus the other big slow guy for a nice big slow match. Oh, well, that's brilliant. The big slow sits there scaring all the Rocks fans. And you know what I did? I skipped through the whole thing. (laughs) I tell you what, you didn't miss a lot. My only note for the entire match is boring. I literally just went. On the, like, position finder thing, I went, well, I'm going to click here and see what happens. And it was, like, the end of the match. Went, oh, good. Well, I missed that. <laughs> yeah, that was, um... That sucked. Harsh, what else? Then I, I Eve bored. comes back. Oh, yeah. That's a little thing of, like... And then, and then she goes, do you think that's showing off? I'll show you showing off. <laughs> and then runs out, and, they, and then they do the classic... WWE stay lingering on someone's face a bit too long after the, the segment's meant to have ended. So they're just standing oh. there going, Ugh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, uh, uh. and then it cuts. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we had Tyson Kidd versus Tensai. <laughs> yeah, it was very short. Sure. Tyson Kidd won, so I, fair enough. <laughs> Leanne literally didn't even see what happened. I was like, oh, <laughs> Tyson Kidd's won. And she was like, wait, what? And I literally looked down and the match is finished. But I guess they're giving Kid a push. Tensai then beat up Sakamoto. Yeah, poor guy. I say, if I was Sakamoto, I'd just be like, look, mate, I'm not, I'm not going to hang around with you anymore. I don't know why you're so harsh. Oh, and then we had pretty much the thing that kind of saved the show for me, a backstage segment with Jericho and Daniel Bryan. Uh, 
Yeah, that was all right where it ends because they began with the whole catchphrase thing, didn't they? And Jericho yeah. rattled off like three. It's <laughs> just got to broaden your repertoire, kid. <laughs> Add some more quivers to your bow. <laughs> that was quite good. Instead of complaining and using the same tired one word over and over again, you just have to think of some other catchphrases. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it just ends on him when, going, um, Ever! <laughs> And he just keeps chanting, yeah, so for Jericho yeah. going, ever, ever. Yeah, that was quite good. Yes! Again! Yes! Again! Yes! Yes! Again! And then Punk and Cena, there was that little more altercation where Punk's like, no, I'm the one that's taking charge of this match. Yeah, that was interesting, where he was like, oh, well, I feel, you know, in the last year I've grown as, like, a champion and a leader. And Cena gave that look of, like, oh, really? You're the leader, are you? Sort of, that uh, was interesting. A little yeah. sort of simmering thing, like Cena putting in there, like, oh, you're the leader, are you? Well, no, I am, sort of thing, you know what I mean? Are, are we thinking that um, they might try and call back to last year's Money in the Bank? Cena wins the Money in the Bank and then cashes in on Punk? I was hoping something like that would happen. Yeah, it could, it could happen, as much as I don't want to see Cena do anything. <laughs> But yeah, that that was an that was an interesting little bit. And then it went out and there was a good match. It was a solid match. Punk yeah, and Brian Jer- were very good. Yeah, Jericho and Daniel Bryan versus Punk and Cena. Yeah, but the last like five minutes of that match where it was Punk and uh, Brian was very good. Very good bit of uh, wrestling. Yeah. And I, I, I thought the end was the, quite imaginative when AJ was like, I'm going to throw myself through this table. <laughs> Someone um, pay attention to me. It was more interesting when you thought she was going to throw herself for a table. I was like, whoa, she's just going to dive into it. I was like, oh, that'd be interesting. And then, she, you know, Punk and Brian like, no, please don't do it. <laughs> don't know why there's Sebastian <laughs> well, the crab. Well, there's, there's Punk and Brian and a Poe from The Simpsons. It is a great dishonor to my ancestors and my god, but okay. I was going to say, Sebastian the crab from uh, <laughs> Little Mermaid. <laughs> please don't do it, AJ. Okay, so far, so good. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah it dear. was alright. That was probably the only bit that made me go, ah. Did you see the advert after it, though, for the three-hour special? Oh, the funny advert in the office? Yeah. Yeah, that was I like that. Bit. That was the best bit of the whole show. Oh, I don't want to go to Kuwait. Yeah, okay, so we're pretty much done with Raw. It was a pretty appalling show, but for Raw. me, the only parts that saved it was anything that Jericho, Punk, Brian, or AJ did. Yeah. Not they much can... of it saved it for me. I was I was about done with that, and I was like, I think I literally texted you saying three hours of this. I like, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. thanks. I don't know. I mean, as I say, that's the only bits that saved it for me. Uh, otherwise, it was really arduous and really hard to get through. And now we can move on to what we just finished watching: SmackDown, the Great American Bash. Which I actually enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah, we'll go through some little bits on SmackDown. We started out with the backstage segment where everybody's all dressed up American-like and having some sort of indoor barbecue. What the hell was Natalia wearing? I couldn't tell if that was a skirt or pants or... God knows, it was tiny. It looked like if she turned around, you'd just see her anus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, it's her rectum. (laughs) Um, we oh, had Kane turn up at the end. That was good. I like that. That was fun. Again, though, it's taking away from him being a monster. 
Yeah, but you know, I think they've given up on that. <laughs> I have to bake a cake. The only two notes, I must chuckle to myself as I go through my notes here. Uh, I have Kane is a comedy character now, and then I've scribbled that out for some reason, and in massive ca- capital letters written, Fuck Santino. Looks like he needs a slap. I don't remember what Santino did. What did he do? I think he was trying to light a barbecue. That's all he oh, did. But yeah. at the same time, I was just like, no, no. But, you know, I mean, this whole episode can be summed up by uh, one name. Zack Ryder. Woo, woo, woo. Ah, that's a good point. Finally. Finally, a little bit more Ryder action going on. And as much yeah, as I, I bragged on him earlier on, I do like Ryder. <laughs> you phony baloney Fairweather fan. <laughs> you know it. But, uh, yeah, that was good. But, yeah, it was a good, good episode. Very yeah. enjoyable. Uh, next up, we had Del Rio come out and beat up Seamus with a car. That whole thing where he was sort of like, you are an illegal immigrant, was a bit like, wait, wh- why did... And then the classic fake WWE guy. You can always tell because there's like, he was acting like he was genuinely scared, whereas everyone else was laughing. And then there's the one guy that they've obviously paid because he's the one guy that's going to get to talk. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a cameraman. Like, oh, no. Oh, no, look at me. I'm scared. It's like, all right, WWE <laughs> actor. But, um, uh, yeah, I do have, I do have a couple of notes out. to bring up from the first promo, though, Alberto Del Rio's promo. Oh, okay. Um, from watching that, he was kind of stale, but he reminded me of a bad guy in sort of the 80s and 90s. What, just a, I don't like you guys kind of Yeah, bad guy. he's just, just like, I'm bad because I'm bad. Who's bad? And I don't like the local audience. You know I don't like? Americans. And guess what? You're all a huaco bato batos. And it's like, nobody knows what that means. <laughs> yeah. And then he starts going around to everybody and saying, well, first off, he says like, oh, I'm so great and I deserve to be here. And then goes, where is your papers? It's where, where your are papers? your papers? Where is your papers? I want to read this, son. <laughs> that was dumb. That that actually oh, yeah. is when Cole said, this is a different Alberto Del Rio than we've seen in yeah, the past. there you go. Is it? No, it? no, it's not. It's the same. And then they started going on about his destiny. Please, if you say because it's your destiny, I swear to Jeebus, I'm going to start drinking. Oh, yeah, they brought that up again. His destiny is back. Don't forget, it's his destiny to constantly lose. Yeah, no, that that wasn't that exciting. But the rest of the show was good. Yeah, uh, we had the great Carly and your favourite Layla taking on Antonio Cesaro and Aksana. See, I knew you'd be happy because you got to see... uh, Claudio Castagnoli! Yeah, there you go. That guy, you got to see him. No, he didn't really get to do a lot because he's up against the fucking... Man, mountain, concave-faced weirdo. <laughs> Look at his I face. Well, the problem with Carly is he looks like he's disabled. He can't. He can't yeah. move. Damn it! It looks like it's very difficult for that man to move. Yeah, and in, which... in an industry where ninety-five percent of it is moving. Yeah, that's gonna slow you down. <laughs> Although Natalia and uh, Layla, they were good. What? Natalia. What's her name? Uh, Aksana? 
Aksana, Natalia, Badalia. Like, yeah, yeah, Natalia is pretty good, man, but uh, that's a bit of a tangent. But anyway, do you see those things Natalia was wearing? <laughs> I mean, seriously, you could see her anus. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not big on Exana because she's not very good in the ring, but her character's all right as like an additional to uh, Antonio Cesaro. Yeah, uh, it was all right. It was enjoyable enough. I, I yeah. didn't hate it. Then Teddy Long set up a match between Cody Rhodes and Christian. Um, them two are normally good, and I wouldn't say they're disappointed. It was a good match. Yeah, it was a perfectly good TV match. I'm glad Cody's in the money in the bank. I'd pretty much say it's going to be him or Dolph Ziggler to win it. Ziggler, please. <laughs> That's all I've got uh, to say. Yeah, we did. Um, do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. Uh, just before Ziggler gets put into that match by defeating Alex Riley, which was essentially not that great, but hey, Ziggler won. Uh, we had the little bit where the one man rock band turned up to try and interrupt the party. Yeah. And, and we Zach all know Ryder. that everyone wants to listen to Justin Bieber. Baby, 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 oh. Yeah, and then Ryder told him to go away, and instead of playing any of the things that he mentioned, he brought in the Funkasaurus. Fuck! Yeah, that was the way he plays it. I was like, no, 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 Zach, you got the wrong track. Put Bieber on. <laughs> For God's sake, put on Bieber. Baby, 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 oh. But, um... Yeah, no, that was good. More, more Zack Ryder. I'm all for that. Yeah? Um, yeah. I, Michael Cole sets up an interview with AJ in which... Uh, oh, what, that, was, what? that was quite funny. Guys. Just the way it instantly turned into, maybe you should go up with me, AJ. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Um, I got to, Actually, I, I did take some notes from this, the things that I thought were quite interesting, other than the note that just says, Cole equals sleazy rapist. Hey, baby. Uh. Um, The other thing I took from this is that Daniel Bryan is really growing as a character via his mic skills. Via his strange growth, Graniel (laughs) Fryan, that is on the side of his head. He's like, hey, I don't think we should get the title, Daniel. He's like, shut up. Is that like in Total Recall? Yeah, except it's always on the side of his head. And it's not clever, it's really dumb. <laughs> Open your mind. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think... Gangrel. <laughs> Gangrel, Brian. Oh, no. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I think that um, through getting better on the mic, his character's really growing, and uh, I enjoy that. Yeah, no, he's definitely got much better. He's actually got quite a fleshed-out character with motives and all stuff like that so you know it works yeah and as i said earlier trying to win back over aj i really enjoy exactly well like you say it's it's all you know all adds to the character yep they all had a bit of a kiss and aj ran away bye everyone just like that (laughs) see ya before what was probably the low point of the episode what was that Drew McIntyre, Unico, and Camacho versus Santino Morella, Sergeant Slaughter, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hey, hey! I can oh, never ha- say seeing oh. Sergeant Hacksaw <laughs> that you ha- totally wouldn't expect to see at the drop of a hat. <laughs> it's not es- especially at the Great American Bash. Oh, holy fuck! 
Okay, look, it wasn't the best match in the world, but it's the Great American Bash. They got to drag out Sergeant. You know, <laughs> they don't have Hogan anymore. So who are they going to get? Yeah, again, uh, in typical Craig fashion, my only note is, oh, why, 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 why? Why MCA? Because people like chanting USA. <laughs> USA, USA. You you USA? That's what they say. In, uh, <laughs> Is Mexico. that like when Eddie, Eddie Guerrero used to say SA? Yeah, it'd be like, you know, who do you pick to be the the leader of the new Bank of Mexico? USA! 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, then we go backstage again. Our truth does some stupid little Jimmy stuff before Damien Sandow turns up. Yeah, that was awesome. And who stood up to him? Zack Ryder. Yeah, I love that bit. That was good. Yeah, it was good. Right up until Zack Ryder misses Sandow with the bowl of punch and throws it over Eve. No, that was good. Because he got it... his revenge on Eve. Yeah, it was good. But it's kind of one of those moments again where like you expect them to wear like a Be A Star commercial. And they're all like, pointing around laughing at her like, you stupid uh... bitch. What is wrong with you, you stupid bitch? No, 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 because she was such a horrible... She was horrible as that rider. That was his revenge. This was his redemption night. Yeah, but they should all just forgive and forget. Because it's such a lovely, happy, dappy company where everybody wants to be a star. Look, that was good. She got her comeuppance and no one punched her in the face. What do you want? (laughs) If if they really want to get their comeuppance, they should have drowned her in the punch. See? That's what you would have done. Exactly. Just accidentally threw some punch on her. And then it was like, yeah, but that is kind of funny because she was a complete horrible person to all of us. So, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I was all for that. Big thumbs up from me. Big thumbs down from me. Boobs. (laughs) Um, Then, Chris, it's time. It's time to <gasps> unleash the Ryback. I was so happy because I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. These are real wrestlers. Slow yeah. down. These are wrestlers who I know. I like that even the commentary team pointed that out. Cole was at one point like, these are real wrestlers from the WWE roster. I was <laughs> like, yeah, I know. Finally. Um, I think it's great seeing Kurt Hawkins and Tyler Rex on TV. They're yep. not the best wrestlers in the world, but I am a big fan of Hawkins. Yep. Um, it was kind of obvious how it was going to go. Yep. But, yeah, you know, just, fair it was enough. It's good to see Ryback finally fighting a wrestler. Yeah. Although I'm pretty sure the last time Hawkins was on TV, didn't he lose in a squash match to Brodus Clay? Probably, but, uh, <laughs> you so, know, it was, it was just good. It was good to see uh, they're finally slowly progressing Ryback and uh, to see two guys I quite like on telly. Next up. Teddy Long comes out and does a stupid fucking dance. Hey, Teddy's dances are always gold. Yeah. Gold! He says there's going to be the 20-man battle royale to see who's going to be the general manager next week. And fucking hell. I did not see what happened happening. Exactly! Zack Ryder won! Well, because it was like... Because my girlfriend loves Zack Ryder, so she was like, he's going to win. And I was like, really? In a match with John Cena, CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, Kane, The Big Show, all these other people that are way higher up the card, 
Zack Ryder's not going to beat these people. This is no. not going to happen. Especially, but... like, because that was the first time you saw Cena that night. So I was expecting, like, oh, yeah. Cena's going to win and then cut a little promo. Standard. Yeah. But no, Zack Ryder won. He got his revenge on Kane and yeah. then he won. And that, was, that like was, said, was absolutely like great. Ryder's, it was Zack Ryder's redemption night. It was yeah. almost like, hey, even we're shouting at the end, the broski's back. Yeah. I, but, I, um, I've, got, I've got absolutely yeah. nothing negative to say for once. Yeah, I mean, even the way Punk oh, and Brian went wait, out was I do. good. Oh, what? Punk and Brian going out? Yeah. Um... <laughs> What's wrong with that? CM Punk, don't, don't, don't just make it so obvious. Like, you might as well just jumped over the top rope. I thought that was fine. He just wanted to get Brian out. I think he wasn't interested in being the GM. It was just sort of like he just wanted to throw Brian out of the ring. So no, but I'd, I'd have preferred to just see like him do a clothesline and then Brian pulls him over because it looked more like Punk just jumped over him and Daniel Bryan was like, oh shit, I've got to jump out too. <laughs> oh shit, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the one that's falling. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, but otherwise, I was really happy with that. I was expecting at the end, like, Kane to come back in and be like, no, fuck you. And and he 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 didn't. And Zack Zack Ryder actually got a moment. Yeah, Zack Ryder got an episode. So, good work, Zack Ryder. Yeah, and he's the GM for just SmackDown, which makes you wonder who's going to be the GM of Raw next week. It does. Which better be interesting, or I'm going to pitch a fit and not watch Raw. I'm wondering if, because... If they it's never, Doink they the ne- Clown. <laughs> it's going to be Dink, the midget Doink. Oh, God. <laughs> I I think next week's Raw is going to be the anonymous Raw general manager. Oh, really? Because think about it. They never had the anonymous SmackDown general manager, so they need someone only for Raw. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah, but, I mean, do you reckon they'll actually reveal who that ever was? No, or they'll just have the they'll just have the laptop again and be like whoever it was that they're fine to just be here once after being forgotten. I'm wondering as long as they do it in a way where they're like, why did you stop bringing my laptop in? I'm still in charge. That would kind of work. I was thinking they should do that on like Raw nine nine nine. Cole's been sitting on his emails. <laughs> <laughs> Like, on episode 999, like, bring that manager back, and at the end of the show, reveal that it was, like, Laurinaitis, and he's never... Like, they never said, like, oh, the the computer's not in charge anymore. Yeah. So he he could just be like, I'm still in charge, fuckos. That could be interesting. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't have to be Laurinaitis. It could just be anybody just turn up and be like, look, I was in charge. I never got told I was relieved of service, so I'm still in charge. Oh, we just read your contract. There's a stipulation that says you're a stipulation. Oh! <laughs> so, yeah, that was our mammoth recap of Raw, Raw, SmackDown, and SmackDown. Yeah, uh, next episode it will just be Raw and SmackDown. We just needed to uh, catch up and then get to that point. Yeah, but um, I think you're definitely right that SmackDown at the moment is eclipsing Raw. Yeah, SmackDown, I'm enjoying more than I'm enjoying Raw. I'm not really enjoying Raw, and I'm enjoying SmackDown. Never thought that would happen. I hope what you say is true, though, that they're building up to, like, a big thing for the thousandth episode. Because what would be even worse is if we get to the thousandth episode and it still isn't entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, that would be disappointing. 
if it's just like, God, the writing staff have no idea what they're doing, then that will be disappointing. If I have to suffer through a couple of crappy episodes to get some really good storylines at the end, I can live with that. But Yeah, this just feels like sort of filler. Like, they don't really have anything big to do at the moment. No. So it's just sort of like, we'll just wait. Yeah, fill some time, guys. Yeah, essentially. So, we've got a couple of regular segments here on Full Marks, Chris, and I think it's about time we discussed a few. Let's do that. So I think it's time for the Fail of the Week, a segment clearly set up by me, the smarky heel of the duo. And while it would be easy just to say that the past two Raws have been Fails of the Week, I'm putting forward one match in particular. What one would that be? And I can't remember the exact title of it because it was so fucking terrible. The Divas Beach Ball Bash at the Beach Ball Sack Bullshit. The Divas Bash some Balls on the Beach. Pretty sure that's the correct title of the match. I believe so. Uh, I think that was a massive fail because it didn't really accomplish anything other than AJ getting a win, which we could have just seen in a one-on-one wrestling match. It's all Uh, Guerrero in a onesie. Oh, that was good for you, but it was a fail Woo! for the rest of the world. Yes! It brought nothing to the table. It's As I said, it's not as even as if you couldn't see these divas wearing somewhat bikinis anyway. Look at their wrestling gear. Yeah. Ah, come on, it brought nothing to it. That, for me, is my fail of the week. Have you got anything that could counter that? Um, Other than Doink the Clown. <laughs> Uh, no, not so much. I mean, the direction of the story at the moment, but that's kind of broad. Like you say, you could easily just be like, raw. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I think, I, I think the Divas you make a pretty solid case for. Yeah, and I not think... Not just the Divas, but that event. Yeah, on the fail of the week, I think it is good to catch up with what we said last time. And I think we agreed it was Ryback's character development. Yes. And would you say that they've finally bucked the trend a little by yeah. putting him against Kurt Hawkins and clearly next week he'll be against Tyler Rex? I would hope so. So yeah, they're finally at least putting him up against some wrestlers that can actually do something back and not just be killed. If we are doing that, I think it's fair to say that they've kind of already started to make up for the Divas. Um, With AJ yeah. getting to a Shining Wizard on Vicky. Um, you're pretty hot on Layla. So, I don't know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll catch up on episode three, whether we think they've righted it just enough to bring the Divas back from just, like, ugh, territory. After fail of the week comes the much higher superstar of the week. There you go. Last time, Chris, we had Dolph Ziggler as our superstar of the week champion. Dolph Ziggler. We both agreed that it should be Dolph Ziggler and there was no argument there because Dolph was on a pretty hot streak. I don't think we can put him forward again, though. I wouldn't say so. He's because awesome, but he didn't really blow my socks off. Exactly. Past couple of episodes, he's just been, as you say, very good. Nothing stand out, though. No. I am Who would you nominate? F- well, I'm putting forward someone a little controversial for Superstar of the Week. Is it you? <laughs> you mean it can be me? Yeah. Myself. Okay. Now, last week, and for every week in the future, I am the superstar of the week. 
Boo. I know I know how much that would please everybody, Chris. But I am putting forward AJ Lee. AJ, huh? Yeah, I think that while it might not be the best angle, it is a bit soap opera-y. Sometimes her acting can be a little dodgy. For the Divas, it's a really big thing for her to be so high up in a storyline. Because Jim Ross blogged Mm. about this week's Raw, and he said, when was the last time you can remember Raw closing on a Diva? Oh, yeah, been a long time. I think that's really good. She's an incredible talent in the ring. She's growing on the microphone. And they're starting to change her character up a little bit. So it's not like, oh, she's just in love with one of them and playing all the others against each other. It's just because she wants attention. And I mm. I quite liked that. I enjoyed that. So my vote this week goes to AJ. Okay. Is there anyone you would like to put forward to challenge? Yes, Brodus Clay. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, I'm not going to vote for Brodus Clay. I was going to say it's the end of the show. It's the end of professional wrestling. It's the end of professional wrestling and Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. Straight to hell. No, I, I wouldn't vote for Brodus Clay. I mean, I'm tempted to uh, go with uh, the Divas Champion because uh, I think she's doing a really stand-up job. Mm. I, yeah. I, may, I may well go with her, uh, purely, because none of them... None of the none of the gents have really done anything to blow my socks off, but oh, I would no. say she is really working quite hard to make uh, the character that the that the WWE clearly wants, which is that oh, I'm a happy girl and I'm lots of fun, but at the same time adding a touch of herself to it and also being a legitimate wrestler. Uh, so you know, I think she could easily happily replace Kelly Kelly uh, as Divas Champion. By default. And, uh, Um, yeah, I think she's good in the ring. I don't know whether I'd put her above AJ, though, in terms of relevance for the past week. Yeah, relevance-wise, I mean, you would have to go with AJ, but just in terms of superstar of the week, you know, like person who's good, uh, I would say that Layla has wrestled more, potentially. Mm, Yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows. Um... I, I see your point about AJ, and I, I, it's definitely good that they're giving a woman a lead role. I yeah. don't know if the I'm a crazy woman who just loves guys and oh no 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 and, again uh, as yeah. I say it's not the strongest angle in the world. I think you know at least Layla is doing a thing of like I'm a wrestler and I'm wrestling and I like wrestling. That's that that to me is more interesting. Mm. I the, think the if one... AJ was less crazy, but I I don't know I don't know it works. I like AJ so yeah. One of the things I was down on on Layla is they've changed her theme song, which I thought would be a good thing because her last theme song was terrible. You're not enough for me. Oh, no, no. Just another man in love with me. Just another man. Hey. Yeah, the whole thing about you're not enough for me. I need a bigger penis. <laughs> I thought, yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, good thing. Yeah, the same. Again. And, and now it's like, I'm insatiable. I just need more. I can't get enough. Oh, fuck off. I'm insatiable. I can't get enough. Need to find a boy and enough to keep up. Yeah, that's, uh, AJ's definitely got a more fun theme song that constantly seems to get stuck in my head. Yeah. That, that's, you know, it's fun. 
Yeah. So can can we come to an agreement on this, or do you reckon we are split for this week? Because I don't know. I, I, even even after your argument, I don't think I can budge from AJ. I still think they could do a better storyline with AJ. I think if they let her be herself a bit more and didn't give her a character, it would be more interesting. Because yeah. I think her as a person, I think she'd be a much better diva than she would if she was the person who's like, I'm insane. <laughs> well, well, true, but so, it's it's good. It's a good angle to build her up in the eye is. of the public. It is. And she's definitely doing well at it. I can see your point there. What she's been given, she's doing very well with. So, yeah, I would go with you there. Yeah, there you go. I can okay. see your point on that one. Yeah. Okay, so this week, AJ is our Superstar of the Week. Let's see if she can hold on to it till next time. AJ Power. Nice. Um, and the only other segment, Chris, that we have as a regular is Marking Out, where we decided last time we were going to go for the more bizarre stories that seem to hit the dirt sheets online. Those dirty, dirty sheets. I think that's a good idea. And uh, bring forward some of the things that made us laugh or just made us go, what the hell, over the past week? Um, Have you got anything you should particularly like to bring to the table? Because I've got quite a few. I've not off the top of my head, so I was just checking through any notes I made to see if I actually picked one. I don't think I have, so you bring it on. Uh, Three of the ones that really made me go, what? This week, um, I believe Japanese wrestler Kota Ibushi posted a nude picture of Takamishinoku online. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Indeed. Dirt Sheets had it on the hyperlink that you click on as, like, wrestler posts nude pic of other wrestler. As in, like, to get the majority of male, like, uh, website viewers to click on it and go, oh, I wonder if one of the divas. And you click on it and it's Takamishinoku! And um, I liked oh that. I, I was I was happy. Yeah, that's pretty weird. So the other articles that came to my attention uh, and sort of made me chuckle a bit this week... Uh, Earl Hebner's Twitter account posted a number of interesting things. Oh, this. Yeah. Uh, about saying how he's glad that he screwed Brett, screw all of Canada, and then he went on to say that his Twitter was hacked. And that I'm makes more to... sense to me. It does make a little bit of sense, but I think in the past six months, about two million wrestlers have had their Twitters hacked. I, um, yeah, but I don't know. The, 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 why would he randomly come out with this out of nowhere? In my heart of hearts, I just want Earl Hebner to be at a computer absolutely drunk and just <laughs> posting things like, I hate all of you. Vince McMahon gave me a blowjob. Oh. <laughs> I, I hate all of you. Vince McMahon gave me a blowjob. Why are those the two things? <laughs> You know what? I hate you all. And also, Vince McMahon gave me a blowjob. He's just coming clean with the audience, man. No pun intended. But I'm ching. I'm just looking up online. Earl Hebner. There we go. Earl Hebner Twitter rant. Let's see if we can get some quotes from his Twitter. Twant. His twant, if you will. I might be oh, an old man, but I make more dollars than you'll ever make in life. You couldn't pay my taxes. Is this just out of nowhere as well? Yeah. Uh, oh, a good a one. A good one is the only way to shut you up, obviously, is to put a dick in your mouth. <laughs> Earl Hebner did not say this. 
I've screwed them all. I'm the master at screw jobs. Yeah, he clearly had his Twitter hacked. But as I say, in my heart of hearts, I just hope that he's just gone off on one. Gone off on a bottle of scotch. I read that again, there are rumblings that Steve Austin versus CM Punk at WrestleMania 29 is on the WWE wish list. Yeah, because see, where does this come from? What is this wish list? Exactly. That that That's kind of what I look at it as is like it says sources indicate that the WWE is very interested in CM Punk versus Steve Austin what sources yeah and also who wouldn't be (laughs) JR's barbecue sauces man I do love JR's barbecue sauce don't y'all just the sauces themselves are they saying this (laughs) it's slobber knocker good (laughs) they're interested in good old Steve Austin Chipotle 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 yeah, that um, that just seems to be making the rounds again, and I can't see why. It'd be a brilliant match. It would. It'd be great to see Steve Austin come out of retirement, and if he's going to do it against someone, Punk is the obvious choice. I want that, and then I want uh, Hogan to come back, and I want the Ultimate Warrior to come back, and I want them to have a match at WrestleMania. Job done. <laughs> Good night. Yeah. As you, Hulk Hogan. They, they'd just have a real fight, though, after uh, Hogan said Warrior was an 80s prostitute and Warrior said Hogan was a pimp for his wife. Yeah, they built up enough heat. Let's do it! Let's get it on! Yeah! So, yeah, I think after that uh, highs and lows segment there of marking out, we're coming to a close on episode two of Full Marks. Uh, as always. As always, people can follow us on Twitter at, I believe, FullMarksPod. Yes, I'm just going to play some soothing guitar to play us out. Keep going. Okay. Uh, There's FullMarksPodcast at gmail.com if you want to drop us a line with any of your thoughts. And just sign up on iTunes and leave us some reviews, as Colt Cabana would always say. Not only will we be providing... Some high-quality wrestling entertainment. We'll also be providing some smooth jazz from Chris Slyatt on the acoustic guitar. Yeah! Oh, it's toe-tapping. You click your fingers. Favourite matches, Jaren. Tune in for episode three! Everyone and welcome to Full Marks Episode Two. A wrestling. Po- oh, he talked over me. <laughs> I wooed. <laughs> uh, do you want to do it again then? I do. <laughs> Some host you are. <laughs> I got confused. EC Dub. EC Dub. EC Dub. Bow, bow.